0: lights out and away we go welcome to an american's guide to formula one now let's start the show let's start the show indeed and boy do we have a lot to talk about that i think we were really wise to break this into two episodes man <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah like the, the The prelim, the sprint race re- recap, and everything is like long as heck.
0: well, I know, but, but could you imagine and then, and then we got the race that we got, too, like yeah, okay, I mean, it would be Lagos really does not disappoint. Can you think of a disappointing i I can't recall one in recent memories where there wasn't a fantastic race in Brazil.
1: I agreed. It's, it was really great.
0: Between the weather, between the just the raceability of the track, but, uh, it just seemed – the fans, the fans are – I think that's one of the top ten races of uh, fans, if not the top five races for, like, crowd and fans. And it's just – it's a, it's a population a,
1: a group of people that just get it They just love
0: of, it too. Uh, yeah,
1: they yeah, their their history with the great racers and
0: well, and they just and they all. love racing. They love everybody. I heard it was, you know, usually you'll hear some like cheers and stuff for like favorites and they definitely cheered a lot for like Hamilton um after he was, you know, made an official or uh, honorary honorary Edison. yeah um yeah but i they cheered like crazy when alonzo passed like they just liked passing anytime yeah. someone passed yeah. every the whole crowd erupted it was just fantastic yep. um i agreed so we're gonna just jump right in because we have so much to talk about and we're gonna do our usual thing where we're gonna talk about just in descending order from first down and and what what we thought about each driver and each racer and then We'll have a little bit of the drama talk, and then a little bit of news, and then we'll go watch the practice sessions for Abu Dhabi because we're twelve thousand kilometer back to back. I can't believe it, but we're gonna we're gonna get this episode out, and we're gonna watch the the last race and Seb's last race. Um, and yeah, so here we go. George and then set up for and
1: set up for our offset, off
0: season. Yeah, we do. Plans. We'll 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 talk more about that at the end there.
1: Yeah, um, baby.
0: So, George Russell, what a race. What a race. It finally happened for him.
1: That's for sure. And I, I mean, was rooting.
0: I was really rooting for him toward the end there. I wanted him that he he straight up drove the hell out of that car that whole weekend and deserved that win immensely. That was a a fantastic drive.
1: Yeah, it sure was. I mean, it started the whole weekend long was was a good one for him cuz not only was this his maiden F1 grand prix he was won the sprint.
0: Yeah. And
1: by doing so was he won qualifying for the race and then he also got the fastest lap of the race. I was all the, so, yeah,
0: he didn't get the grand slam, but he got most of it. I think I guess if you count the sprint win, it's pretty darn good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the, what I'm calling as the quali yeah. for him because he won the sprint race, which puts him on merit. He passed
0: Max flat out. I mean, the only asterisk that I know Matty O'Patty will be screaming is he he binned it to save his time. But other than that, had some fi- fantastic overtakes. He didn't win, you know. He had to defend the race. He had multiple safety car restarts that he had to survive, I think the first one, he kind of, (laughs) it felt like he he hung Lewis out to like give himself some room. Um, Mm. But because both Max and and Checo were right on him after that first safety car, but we'll get there. But um, yeah, well,
1: Mercedes really had a great weekend because, you know, uh, Lewis won racer uh, of the, you know, driver of the day for the race, too. Yeah. So. That's, I mean, we'll get more into the details of that, but Lewis a, of a, a very
0: reminiscent race of last year as well. I think, mm. barring the contact that he had with Max um, and falling behind there, I think I think he could have probably taken it off of George. He looked just as quick. I don't know. That would have been nice to have seen him a, a, a closer fight. And I loved, I really loved that Mercedes. Was like you were free to race. Keep it respectful, please. Don't yeah. ruin our our first one to finish since Imola 2020. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, you know, but, like a whole year drought of this, guys. Let's uh, let's keep it nice. Be respectful. Please. <laughs> Be
1: respectful. It was the words I think I remember. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, it would have been great to see if Lewis didn't wouldn't have had to have to come in to get um. Well, I guess a whole front wing wasn't it after that Max incident.
0: I I mean, did he, I don't think he had to, he could he didn't get his front wing hit. because well, something Max had to change his front wing, but he definitely. Oh, that's right. Had that's damn, right. I think it was because he was. not That's why. Uh, is there anything else you want to say about George? I mean, before we move on, because I feel like we're already moving on. I don't have anything really yeah. else to say other than it was. It was fantastic, and, and yeah, just a great, great race. Really great. great. Um, but okay, so on to Lewis and Max because it's it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. I think Max deserved the penalty. I'm not with Brundle. I think that they. Ba- well, okay, I'll actually want to reel this back a little bit. I don't think that that incident deserved a penalty. I'm not on board with the penalty for incidents like that, Um, especially because I think they both lost something in that exchange. Hamilton had to go on to the, the runoff. He lost several places. Max got it worse, had to get his wing changed and dropped back. And I do think that the person that Max, with the more severe consequences, was to blame and i and in that sense i guess if that we are living in this new modern era where where penalties are being handed out i at least want them to be handed out on a consistent repeatable thing which i feel like they are and that's why max got the penalty because under the regulations that they've laid out is that if you if you are trying to go up the inside if you are the attacking driver and you force a collision and a a collision occurs because you're going up the inside and you did not have your front axle parallel to the front axle of the car that you're trying to overtake, you are at fault, you are found to be at fault. And if you are found to be at fault now for causing a collision, the minimum you can expect is a five second penalty. And Mm so in that sense of those are the rules that we have now in Formula One, I think Max was at fault because I do not think he got his wheels alongside Lewis's, his front axle alongside Lewis's, into turn two. I don't actually think he was ever ahead under control. I know it looks, I watched the onboard of Max and that's all they ever showed for the coverage was Max's onboard. And I think it's just that Lewis is out of the frame of that camera, but I don't think he's ever behind and according to the stewards that's what they said max never completed the overtake into turn one and then was out of position for turn two and so lewis was not entitled to leave him space and that's exactly how i see it and i'm not i'm trying to 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 look at the incident without the bias that i have But there is bias there because Max does this all the time. And I was listening to the Races podcast and one of their questions that they get asked from their members club was, do you think Max drives differently with Lewis? And he 100% does. You've seen it countless times this year where Max is, is very capable of going wheel to wheel without incident. And then this is one of the first times that we've seen it and it was like, And like Crofty, or Brundle said, it felt felt inevitable when those two were going into that turn. And I agree. Mm. Yeah. What's your take, Pops?
1: Well, for all, I agree with what you're saying. Um, An interesting thought, and I didn't look at it after I heard um, Peter Windsor comment on that incident, Uh, but he felt that Max uh, had actually let well, steered his car left into Lewis.
0: I definitely think, I um, thought I saw that too. Like, he didn't, like, steer, he didn't, like, turn left into him, but he definitely backed off on the angle on the steering wheel.
1: Right, and and I don't think they were going fast enough for, you know, that because he was trying to correct a, an oversteer. No. You know? So I think it was...
0: Um, I mean, this is the same Max that and- later on in the race pulled off a brilliant double overtake in the exact same corner when he mm-hmm. passed Botas and Alonso. I mean, right? That's right. It's 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 possible. You know, you know that it's possible, but yet when it's up against one particular driver, it doesn't seem to be as possible. And they're like, "Where did?" And his response was, "Where did they expect me to go to back out?" That's what you do. You know that that's what you do. <laughs> like, how is that not better? How is it not better to back out for just a half second and save you having a ten second pit stop? Just to just to be aggressive with Lewis, I I and it cost him dear. Well, somewhat cost him dearly. Uh, I think it probably costed him a podium, potentially. Yes. Yeah. And. Who who knows what else it could have happened. I just, I I do think, first of all, I think it was a racing incident and the penalty and like the natural consequences of having that racing incident should, would have been good enough for me. It could have just been marked as a racing incident and we move on and, but in the, and, and I don't think that those days are coming back. I mean, that's kind of how old Formula One used to be, but in this new penalty era that we find ourselves in, if a penalty needs to be like awarded to a driver, I do think it needs to go to the person most at fault. And in this case, that was 100% max. So I'm okay with the call. However, I would have, I'd rather see it labeled as a racing incident. And
1: well, but then I mean, is the penalty equitable? I mean, yeah. I mean, Max made the mistake uh, and may have been over-aggressive uh, leading to that incident. Um, Lewis did have to come in for repairs, and I don't know what they were, but something, maybe he had a puncture or something, I don't know. But um, So you penalize Max, who ended up behind Lewis, way behind Lewis actually, and without Lewis having to come in for that extra stop, is he really a P2 driver that day?
0: Well, or, could or he, maybe, maybe he could, could He have... George. That's what I'm saying. Well, because there's could, the damage of where he was hit by Max was, I don't think that that's, there's much you can repair in a pit stop in that behind the... Re-
1: well, yeah, I think it was the a, a side pod or something, wasn't it?
0: No, I think it was just some of those, like the end plate, like the on the uh, floor. Yeah. Like where the. You no, know, yeah,
1: starts. that's right. What do they They call it? A certain thing, some kind of a. But
0: I know that the Mercedes is sensitive to that because when they changed that in 21, when they changed the. Oh, well, that was the rear of the floor, I think. But at that floor on, I mean, in floor damage, we saw this with Max earlier on in the season two where he ran over that part and in this sprint mm-hmm. race potentially in the sprint race as well that floor damage when you're gro- when you're driving a ground effect car is is important and it can and can be costly and that, and that's definitely the damage that Lewis took but i think they're both lucky that they didn't get a puncture and i mean like yeah i think it was a racing incident if it's not going to be deemed a racing incident then the right person was penalized that's my stance yeah, I, I I'll be there with you
1: on that one. I, I I didn't agree with Martin Brundle at the time, and I don't know if if Brundle had kind of looked at things later and
0: I said anything he just, that he, he thought differently. Kept, he just kept saying that he thinks Max's driving's Max Max positioning. He was afford he should have been afforded or earned the right to more room, and I just I don't agree. If you're the aggressor. You don't have to take everything. You shouldn't earn anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like if you're not, I mean, and that's what the rules say. Drive to the rules, then too. Be Alonzo smart. The rules say you got to be. You know, if if I'm the, if I'm a defending driver in that case, and I can notice in a split second like these guys can that he's not got his wheels alongside of me, you're darn right. I'm closing the door on you. That is my job as a racing driver. As the as I'm fighting for a position, I'm going to keep that position. And Max would have done the exact same thing. It just seems so 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 often that it's Max being the aggressor in the situation, not the defenser, or the, the, yeah. the defensive role. But yeah, all in yeah, all, of, yeah we have beaten that one. I think yeah but, it was a yeah it, a super good drive by Lewis to come from oh, come back from that. Um, mm-hmm. Many, many good overtakes The battle with Perez was fantastic Oh, yeah, uh, that it. was sweet. The battle with Science was, was a little less But still great um, Yeah, really, really, really good Anything else you want to say about Mr. Hamilton? Sir Lewis Hamilton, honorary citizen of Brazil
1: Yes, Br- honorary Brazilian citizen now Yeah Oh, um, I thought that was kind of cool,
0: and I also uh, while I, I do want to say something that like I loved what Lewis Lewis's response when he was probed by it about it too, and 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 like on the radio he didn't like say he didn't slander he didn't say anything bad he says he says that was not a racing incident, <laughs> so I mean I guess that's mm-hmm. about as good as he can get but still just a, he's just such a classy guy I like it so right. All right. Yeah. Moving on to the man who impressed me the most of the whole weekend, I think, of, or of the whole Grand Prix, and concretely cemented himself as my new favorite Formula One driver, Mister Carlos Sainz Jr. I was so impressed, and I think it. I think his his ability to see the whole Grand Prix, like it got it got recognized this race, but I think. It is constantly overlooked at how fantastic of a complete Formula 1 driver Carlos Sainz is, and that he's just got to fine-tune, I think, getting on top of the car earlier in the season. But he is so good. I just – I was blown away by him. You know, 20 laps, you know, lap 40, he's he's already seeing what's going to happen in lap 60 and he's talking to his engineers about it. he's like i think our race is with checo i think we're we're in this you know and he's like he's seeing that when when checo is 20 seconds ahead of him you know it's got that chess mentality that really what what a lot of people call race craft like there are blisteringly quick drivers who have an amazing ability but yet lack the ability to craft and see the whole race i think Lewis is really good at it, but he does, like, get blinded in the moment sometimes. But he's mm-hmm. learned to, like, yeah. trust his engineers to, like, talk him down from those instances. Whereas, like, there's been multiple times this season where science is insisting to the engineers. And, yes, there's, there are times that you have to listen to the engineers because they have more more data than you. Like, like when they pitted Lewis and he's like, my tires are good. And they're like, no. Listen, box, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. and but I love I love seeing a driver who is is a being able to drive the car on the limit, but still seeing the race uh, and 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 playing that long game, and not just being so blindsided by each turn or each lap, but like seeing the race as a as a whole thing, and I just think he does it extremely well, and he just drove fantastically and deserved that podium. I thought it was 100% the right call to not switch him and Leclerc. I know they're in the fight for the points, but it's, you can't take a guy, you can't take a podium away from a guy. Not when he drove it that well. Um, Right. Yeah. It was, I mean, and it was a shame what happened to Leclerc with Norris, but man, it was, it was just a, it was just a fantastically driven race. Um, and it really showed like what Ferrari is capable when they don't screw it up. And if they could have just done like had had solid performances like that all year long, we'd be having a whole different conversation right now. Um, but yeah, what a what a really really good good race from Science and like I said, he's 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 just barely edged out Botas now, and maybe that's just because Botas is. I mean, Bottas is doing great. He had a much better. Um, He's on more form again, but, like, I think science has just edged him out. I just, I'm a big, I'm a Carlos Science fan through and through now.
1: Uh, yeah, I'll get on with you in that one, too, because, um, you know, he just, he, I don't know if it's anticipation or patience or feel, but he, he understands that the track changes, yeah. lap to lap, um, because there was a time, well, I think it was around lap 40, you know, clouds started to cover the track. And, uh, I think the, they said that the track temp dropped 11 degrees Celsius Yeah, in a, in a matter of several laps. And, um, I think he's that guy that gets it. He, he understands what the race itself will, what's coming his way or could come his way. And he understands the changing environment in which he's in, and uh, because he's ahead of that, he puts himself in better positions.
0: And he's also really confident in himself and in his abilities and what he knows. I think you'll hear Leclerc kind of second guess and ask them and get frustrated, and Science is more like, "We're doing this, right, guys?" Or like, "Like, let's talk." Like, we're you know, and he's like communicating more clearly he's able to communicate Mm. more well not so emotional confidently
1: um because he understands what's happening yeah
0: and he understands what's
1: happening with his well he's less emotional but he also he's got an incredible ability to perceive what his equipment is doing at any given moment how that relates to the conditions of the track how that is uh what that means at a given point in the race um it's it's really phenomenal, and i I totally get it. I mean he's just cool you just i mean people who can look out the big picture window and get all the all the little details and nuances of what they're looking at as opposed to looking at a little porthole and seeing yeah. that's all you see, yeah, he gets it
0: I just. I just really and he works so hard. He never he, he has that kind of Hamilton quality too. Where it's, mm-hmm. it's never a give up. It's never and you see him and he just continues to get better and better and better and better throughout the season. Whereas like whereas, you know, some drivers and I think Botas was subject to this. He could get in these slumps and it just it is really it's gotta be really hard to pull yourself back out, but you just see you know, there is always a trajectory to science this season and it's always up. And it, if they can just get reliability and strategy calls out of the way, like they 100% would have the best, the best team, in my opinion.
1: Well, it's, it, it kind of, you know, as we approach the last race of this 2022 season, it, it makes you hopeful for someone with that ability to maybe start to rise to the top even a little bit more and um, when you see little glimpses of this brilliance of putting it, putting the race together and uh, even though they're not running up front where there's definitely an advantage uh, for uh, well, I mean you know uh, Russell just totally managed the race so well but when you're coming up through the the ranks and uh dealing with all the the uh, what it takes to overtake well without crashing someone or crashing yourself and making a mistake because you broke you break too late or you broke too soon or uh or you or you just spun out when you got on the throttle too hard too quick too early and um uh so when you see somebody navigating those i guess obstacles of racing from the mid pack up uh, you just you really recognize there's something different and you kind of get excited about well God, if Ferrari can figure it out, they certainly do have pace or uh, at least at times during the season they had a awesome pace and um you know, it, it's just it, again. This is why this, why Formula One is so incredible. It's just
0: like, golly, what will next year bring? <laughs> kind of a thing right. all the time. Um, it's like I, it's like we're not even done with the season, but I can't wait for the next season to start already. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it was, it was just a great performance, and it just, just leaves me wanting to see him win more and more. Uh, it, it's it's kind of startling that he only has one win to his name, but um, yeah.
1: Well, I think he's got a lot of good good years ahead of him yet.
0: Oh cause... yeah, oh yeah. So uh, it'll be
1: very exciting.
0: Moving on to another guy, I wish I could say has lots of good years left to him, but it, we know at least two. Mister Fernando Alonso, another drive where he just demonstrated that he is absolutely deserving of a drive still in formula one, even though he's ancient in the years of formula one, um, P five, another, just, I mean, just finally, I mean, it's, it just shows that when, when Alpine give him a car that will make it to the end of the race, he'll score decent points with it. Like, uh, I mean, what a drive. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Alpine had two top 10 finishes in this race and, You know, they, it just kind of wonders, Alonzo jumping shit.
0: Oh, we skipped LeClaire. Holy cow. My God, we got to go back. We skipped LeClaire completely. Okay. Whoops. Sorry, Charlie. Um, I think, (laughs) and boy, how could we forget? I mean, he had a really, really great drive from coming from dead last. Um, right, that second that safety car restart, we had Max and and Lewis and in, in turn two, and then in turn, that would be going up to so that would have been like five or six, seven maybe. Yeah, the safety. It's that the right safety handker. car. But Norris, oh, Norris turn seven. clipped mm-hmm. his uh, clipped his rear and sent him into the wall. And surprisingly, right. I really thought that was a safety car. Right then, I thought both or at least leclerc was out um but the got the ferrari going had to come back in for a front wing and then to come all the way back for a p4 really great drive like i think mm-hmm. if if hamilton hadn't been great and uh, rec- and recently given the the honorary citizen thing i think leclerc in my in my head was uh, more in for the driver of the day, with that last to P four um, after a spin. That's that's not letting the incident in front of you bring you down and continuing on. Like uh, and a great result for the Fer- for the Ferrari team. Some really good, right, really good overtakes from Leclerc. Um, and uh, yeah, just all around good drive for the for the team. That just just seems too little too late, you know. Um and I felt for him when he was asking to be swapped for the place and uh, going into the battle for P two, but you can't take a guy's podium away. You just you just can't. Um, and they're and they're dead. Leave they're dead. Even it's not like they're they're going in on a on an advantage or disadvantage. I guess. Um, right to Red Bull, but I yeah, that I would be man. bummed too. I would have been I would have been calling for it too. I was like. Come on, this is mm-hmm. P two in the in the plat. Man, I don't know which 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 outweighs P two in the constructors or a podium. I think I think a podium. People will remember the podium to your name long before they'll want to. You'll you'll even want to remember you came in P two in a world title race. So, um, yeah, but okay, well, you know, you car, it, Definitely
1: agreed. Totally. And then that, that kind of, again, that's a forward-looking, um, uh, interesting note of, wow, again, Ferrari, can they get it together and really put it together next year? And, uh, you know, Alpine, gee whiz, where do they come from? And, um, and what will happen next year, but yet their lead driver is jumping ship to some other uh, to McLaren, right?
0: I think Gasly in in that Alpine could be something, though. I really do. Like, I if you think if that if Gasly, well, you mean hit, Ocon? Well, no, because Gasly oh, be, oh, is going to move taking over, yeah, Alonso's spot.
1: Yeah, that's right. I got you now.
0: And I think that could ignite. I mean, if hopefully, if if not having a forty year old, forty one year old come in and womp your butt from time. You know becoming the the second talking point to a 41 year old when you're the driver with a three-year contract like i mean th- that should be motivating Ocon in itself but if if a new driver comes in and is on your pacer better than you right away whew, man you better get your shit together um but i just remember that the 2020 pace of gasly I mean, when that, when that, uh, when he was still, you know, fighting and he's still feeling like he has something to prove and the Alpha Tari car was really competitive, I mean, he was unstoppable. I think he, it was like, he never, he like, he he had like a, a Russell start, you know, where Russell was like, you know, all P4s and P5s. I feel like that was, um, Gasly. So hopefully he can get that, that fire reignited and, and continue on that and be a, a good driver for for uh, Alpine because they do they do have a, a good program going and they are making really good progress. If again they can continue to keep cars from from failing, but I was looking at an Instagram earlier today and it was recounting all of the bad luck that that Alonso's had this year, either pit strategy or cars or ECU or engine problems, and it's just it's a it's almost something every race it seems like. Um. And yeah, he constantly just pulls out results when they don't seem to be there. I mean, if you just look at that, yes, both Alpines are in the top ten, but one's in P8 and one's in P5, and it's the Alonzo. It, I would, if you, I would have just guessed it, even if I didn't have the list right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to say that Ocon's a bad driver or anything, because he's, I mean, he's not. I just he's not as as. As on the fly, Al- Alonzo seems to just like it was that pass in this race when he went around, just went around the outside of BOTOS. And like, even it caught Crofty off guard. He was like, Well, he'll have to know he's gonna do it. Like, he just
1: does yeah. it. Back, like,
0: <laughs> and he, you know, that and, was a good moment. His podium in Canada, you know, there's all these moments that just stand out. The, the eight positions he made up. Before he got crashed at Spa by Hamilton, the, you know, there's the the brilliant going under the runoff move because he read between the lines of the of the strategy. Like he's just he just is impulsive and he and knows what he's doing and he just has that raw ability to just force that car to do what it, he wants it to do and and get it to work. That's the, what's amazing. And yeah, just I been mean, so impressive surprised. this year.
1: Yeah, he surprises like you were mentioning how crafty he's going to do. Yeah, you know, he's just kind of mild mannerly describing what's going on. And wait a yeah. second, he's going to pull that off. Yeah, um, that's Fernando. Yeah. yeah, and that's what's fun. Just, Yet another reason to look forward to I just uh, remember next year.
0: All of the critics when he was coming back, and how he's just shut all of them up with just how his ability. And even right? in a team where he's yeah. not happy in a position where he's not happy, uh, and we saw that come out <laughs> between him and Ocon from what happened in the sprint race and what was happening when they were like, "Let Alonso through. We have a tire advantage to the front. We're gonna we're gonna let him go. Do not race him. Are we clear, Ocon? That you're not gonna let. Well, I need to pass Veto. and he's like, "Do not." race your team <laughs> <laughs> like, i don't think the vibe is chill at alpine right now and yet no. uh th- they're putting out the results that they're putting out it just it's a shame i feel like they blundered they really blundered this season and easily eas- i mean i think especially with the the double dnf from mclaren this year th- like they'll they will i think uh clinch that fourth tight uh Forth in the constructors I'm just checking right right now yeah yeah i think you're right yeah they're good i mean they're it's still pretty tight but they're good almost 20 points ahead they're 19 points ahead now um but so that's still something to watch if not the p2 fight um for the drivers but yeah really good Really good stuff But I think I think Reliability Like Is something that we're, That is really Been a de- deciding factor For a lot of the battles It's just And I think It's honestly One of the things That has kept Mercedes doing So well And in it When the points fight Is that they've just had A, a really re- Reliable car um, And they've They've made up the points When others are just Dropping them out with their DNFs, um, mm. but yeah, okay, Max for stopping. Ugh. What are we gonna say?
1: <laughs> um,
0: I just, I, 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 he's so good. He's such a good driver, but he's just such an unlikable guy. And I know I I know I hammer about Max a lot, but after a race and after what we saw at Brazil, like, do I do I need to say anything right now? Do I really need to to say what I'm what I'm feeling, or are you all like seeing the little baby boy who's upset um. and is tipping the board over just to prove a point? But I I mean we got to get into the last lap incident here. What was your take, Yeah. I'll let you go first. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a breather.
1: You you need pour to take a breather. A,
0: pour myself another cup of coffee and just chill.
1: There you go. You know, there's when you become a world champion in Formula One, like many champions that have gone before you, there's a certain degree of dignity that's I think should naturally come because of you are so blessed and fortunate to be in a position that you are, um, that there is a certain amount of, um, more expected of you. Um, uh, I don't know if I'd call it grace, but just dignity, um, for what is right. Uh, and if you are that good and you can't see yourself getting better, then I think you uh, – and then you make decisions like what we saw in Brazil with allowing Sergio Perez uh, to have a chance to uh, maintain his position in the driver's championship.
0: To maintain his lead, um, yeah, yeah. Which I, yeah. let's let's not let's let's remind the audience that this would be the first time, too, that Red Bull has ever taken one two in the constructors and won the world title. The first time, right? And they're a, they're yeah. a dynasty team. They're one of the all time greats, and it would be the first time they've ever done it. And you right. wanna you wanna stomp your feet. And prove a point for a P six in the season where you broke the record for race wins, clinched the world title three what is it, three or four three races before the end of the season. Yeah. And you're gonna th- and, and you're gonna you're gonna and you're gonna you're gonna take a dump on your teammate who's done everything to earn you those. Who
1: who is the Who is the? I think I want to say commensurate wingman driver of the team. If
0: you look up, he is the best F one whipping boy teammate to help you Max or stop and win. If you look that up in the dictionary, it's Checo Perez with a wink. I mean, he has done. I mean, I, I think back to. To Abu Dhabi last year, and his blocking on Hamilton. I think oh, to Spain baby. this year. I think there's so many times where where Perez knows his place in that team and has played it, except like exemplary. And then there's the yep. here's the one time where Max, you get to do it back to him because you were let through to try and do something, and then you weren't able to do it, and you say. Yeah. I've given you my reasons. I'm not going to do. It. I'm going to stomp my feet. Like, are you serious? And for those of you who yeah. don't know why he said that, there's a, there's something that's come out. And apparently, if you look at the the telemetry, it it might suggest that that Perez crashed in Monaco on purpose to get the pole, and and you know eventually go on to win the race. Even if that's true, which it might be look at the telemetry it's a very odd crash where he ha- that he had it regardless you won the world title man you're you're a two-time world title like you've already won this season why like it it just shows that he must be a real fun guy to be around at that team and the and the thing that really got me and really rubbed me raw is when he's like He's like I'm not going to tell you this again. Are we are do you understand me? Like just the, his level of talking to his engineer and talking back to the team and like he really put a foot down and said this is my team. You all work for me. And I just don't like I just don't like that at all. And it it just perfectly sums up how I feel about Max in that it's like Dude, yeah. you're, you're you're on a team, man, and you sometimes I know you're great. Like you really are a great driver. Probably one of the best. But no one's going to like you. Like no one's going to want to have your shirt. Like like no one's going to like that just like you're on a team sport and you're you're hurting the people that help you. That's all you're doing. And you've already won. Yeah. You know like I could see I could see it playing out different if like he was still in the title fight. Every point was counting, but you won three, ra- two races ago, man. Right, you know it, it's.
1: I think you know he was a footstop and brat. Yeah, basically the best way to put it in my, how I perceive it, and even though I can sit here in my mind and recognize that you know he's one of the all time greats and. As young as he is, he may ultimately be the greatest Formula One racer in his career at the end of his career. But But I just don't enjoy his wins. I don't enjoy his racing skill because um, of the thing we witnessed in Brazil. Yeah. With, uh, his teammate i mean I was teeth.
0: i was cheering i was i was just as impressed on that double overtake but then i am it immediately evaporated when i heard you be like that and and you know what we just yeah. said what you just said is that he he could be one of the greatest but what's gonna if you burn every bridge you stand on who what, what, who's gonna want to work with you even if you're the greatest ever you know? but you're constantly mm-hmm. like how many teams you think are going to want to pick like keep you around if you're if you're constantly mouthing back and throwing temper tantrums and crashing into other drivers and like i mean to a certain extent like you said there's got to be a le- i think there should be a level that comes with the ability to like you at some point and maybe he he's just needs to grow up a little bit i mean hamilton had his times too where he wasn't the most likable guy but i think he figured that out really quick too that a lot more happens than just you driving the car around right and i I think part of it but man that's a whole there's a whole team that worked their asses off to get you what you already got and you just screwed them all you just said listen I'm going to do what I want to do, and I've told you I'm going to do it, and how dare you even ask me to, you know? like yeah. You heard it in his voice. He's like, I, why are you even saying something to me right now? I told you. And yeah. it was that level of it, too, that was like. He's,
1: yeah, yeah. he's just his, I mean, like you mentioned, Lewis had was kind of like that early on. And I think.
0: Well, and just um, compare it to Lewis.
1: It's Seb, Seb Vettel, you know, in his early yeah. first couple of years was kind of like that but boy they but never
0: to the they got well, it. I mean I guess he did it to Weber <laughs> but well, that was yeah, much but I more, mean that was for a win that was a race win you know yeah well, and it, it's just like it seems like it's way
1: delayed for Max he's way overdue to behave to have behavior becoming of a world champion
0: well, look at what max you know? look at what Lewis said I can't, I'm so happy for George. He really deserved that. Oh, Thank you oh for that's all the thing. team. That's... Thank you for everybody back at the factory who made today possible. Like, ugh. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, that's right. You know, when you look at, um, I mean, talk about a, a massive contrast is how um, Lewis handled the results of this race after the race to how Max handled uh, the race after the race. I mean, talk about classy versus like, dude, you're ugly. I mean, that was just ugly compared to how uh, Lewis responded to George's uh, brilliant race. Yet, Lewis was driver of the day and was equally as brilliant navigating coming up through the, the, uh, the pack, like he did to finish B2. It's just, it's really frustrating. It's really, like I say, I, I can recognize in my head that Max is a fantastic driver, but I just don't enjoy watching him.
0: Not now. I, I not wish, not I, at this point. Not, not when you behave like that. Not when you win the true. way you win. Not when you race the way you race. Not when you throw a temper tantrum the way you throw, but temp, throw a temper tantrum. Yeah. yeah. I think we kicked that horse enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I to to be said. Right? I mean, I mean, if you don't like it, I'm sorry. Yeah. But that's just how I see it.
1: I uh, mean, it affect, I mean, it reflects on the whole. The whole industry, I guess.
0: Well, it just shows that team, like they, they let. Fortunately, do. That
1: too. Yeah, Homer well, lets yeah, that a,
0: there,
1: yeah. that—that's another aspect. If you but, don't. If you I don't mean, say fortunately, about it, it will
0: continue to happen. Right. Too. That's right. what we can and look
1: Fortunately, fortunately, we had a stellar example of class and dignity with the Mercedes team, and how that all played out after this race.
0: Yep. Uh, Perez, I think, I mean, the, 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 he, he, he should have, he deserved so much more than what happened at that race and how that race unfolded to him too. I think the tire strategy, this was a really weird instance where Red Bull really, I think really fumbled strategy. Um, I mean, that medium tire just was, was awful. And they put Perez on that for way too long and it just left him out to dry. And it's a bummer because I think he he performed really well in the sprint and early on, and it just it just was strategy, like it was just strategy. Uh, it's a bummer. And I I mean I think I'll I'll we'll leave this with Perez and what he said in the end when he when he was approached when he said thanks guys that was cool, <laughs> and they're like yeah oh, sorry Perez sorry and he's like. Eh, He, Max shows showed who he really was today. And that, and I'm that, I think truer words could not have been said. And it's a perfect way to sum that up. Um, Esteban Ocon, like you said, finishing in the points, pretty decent finish, but seems very Ocon y, you know, seven, eight, nine, six, seven, eight, nine seems to be where Ocon lives. And Mm -hmm. I still have yet to see. A drive or a series of drives um, that really warrant me saying much more about him or really warrant his three year deal that he got with Alpine. But maybe, like I said, um, the new teammate dynamic um, might light a fire. Yeah, right? I, I, um,
1: this is one of the teams to be watching next year.
0: I 100%, mm-hmm. if they can stop ruining it. They could have had one of the best teams And best cars Mm -hmm. And man when that Alpine is on pace It is on pace it looks good I mean Alonso is just Mm -hmm. driving around Perez Toward the end Um, Yeah Uh, My boy Boti uh, Really I feel like Didn't have the result that Could have been there Um, Seemed to struggle a little bit But also I think Circumstantially like really a good result for the team. I have, I have really high hopes, um, for, for that team, uh, moving forward. I hope Botas can hang on to see and ride it to, uh, to a really decent midfield team. if not yeah, podium team. And,
1: you know, what's kind of nice is that so far in the free practice for Abu Dhabi, um, he's been running pretty good. You know, he's, the, he's in that, uh, to that top
0: 10 they're Speed out, They're out for, Mira for one more year Right And then mm-hmm. For 24 And then We'll have the return Of Sauber For one year Which I like I've always liked The team Sauber I like that They've just mm-hmm. kind of Been this outlier team And they do things Their own way And One of my One of my faves I, I do love an underdog yeah. Um, And then With the With the announcement That yeah Audi will be coming in uh, In 26 uh, I just hope that Botas can hang on, and like I would love to see like a shoe mockery kind of. He wrote it out, you know, and 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 gets to gets to stand on the podium, if not the top step, a couple more times because I just dig the guy so much. Seems like such a cool guy, and that mustache mm-hmm. he's been rocking is just dreamy. Just I mean, top top tier stash Botas, uh, yeah. And, and, and really outperform and and um, it's good to see him back on top of Joe I think Joe has done really well for rookie season definitely deserves another drive yeah um, but looking good uh, yeah uh Lance stroll don't really care uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know well overcame overcame the, the faults in in the sprint and the penalties and got that 10th place one point good job. I don't know what he's gonna do with Alonso as his teammate because right Alonzo will will bury him <laughs> like he won't put up with his shit and uh is really good driver like I mean that, and not that Sebastian isn't but um yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be a team to watch for sure
1: yeah I, again. Next year, what is going to happen? Just so much, um, so
0: much can happen. Yeah. Uh, Vettel. Vettel is. Uh, this is the second to last race, the penultimate one. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of cool, cool stuff I've been hearing come out of Vettel's mouth lately, and I just love it. Um, I saw a clip, and this was even back when he was at Ferrari, but he was, he was posed with what do you think your legacy will be what do you want your legacy be in Formula 1 he's like I don't care <laughs> i don't, it doesn't matter it's just a silly sport and we're like it, things move so fast these days i don't i don't i don't i think they'll forget about me and they'll be right to forget about me but i don't think we will bud i think that was you're a, you're a, you've i wasn't the hugest fan when you were doing all your winning at Red Bull but you were great um and you've done nothing but win me over over time. And I think Brundle said that. He's like – and I I think I was talking about this with Matty Opatty too that Red Bull just seems to have this villainous air about them for some reason. I think Sam from uh, Behind the Glass and Seeing Through Glass also said that, that they always have inhabited that space, and they definitely inhabited that space um, in my head. But it's kind of like Vettel's shown past that and like – Brundle said, "You know, is I'm glad more people see the real Vettel, um, and that's what he said he wants his leg of the CD to be is that just that he was himself, and then he he did him, and I think he's definitely demonstrated that over the last couple seasons, and just he's gonna he's gonna be really missed. I I mean, I loved what Hamilton oh, said yeah. in, the, in the press conference. He's like, I don't know, a lot of these people who say they retire tend to come back. I don't I don't know if Formula One's that easy to leave and." Uh, and Vettel said, "Well, I'll come back if you leave, if I can take your spot." <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, sp- speaking of taking your spot, you know, with the way that uh, Russell dominated uh, the race. Yeah, you know, I kind of wonder if Valteri Bottas says, hey, hes driving my
0: car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, well, like Bottas has ten wins to his name. I think he's, yeah. he's he was a great grand prix driver, great teammate. Like yeah. I guess yeah, a great I, team we said guy. we said Perez would be the ideal wingman, but uh not if you're not if he's crashing crashing in Monaco to save things. I don't think Botas ever had the the cones to do that. Um but I don't
1: know if he he probably yeah, had no. the cones, but or it's but just a better dude? I don't he know. Just, he just he's just he's just um you know I guess the sense of what's right and wrong. I don't
0: know, but yeah, um, hard to say. Vettel also too much
1: speculation there.
0: Another cool thing, and I don't, I don't think that there's there's still time, but apparently Vettel's last helmet for this race. It says the final lap on the side of it, and then it had all of these little squares where people could bid to get their picture put on his helmet. And Uh all of the proceeds from the bidding to get their face on their helmet goes to Seb's climate change um, fundraising activism website that he's he's launched. So I just think that's so cool that you're gonna his last helmet and his last Formula One race will he'll he'll be wearing his fans. Instead of him, it's not about him. It's about his face. Is that for sure happening? Did, that's what did, I saw it on this? Instagram. So we'll see. Oh, that's cool. And then all of the proceeds will go to what he believes in. And I just think, man, that is just such a cool idea. Um, what a great way to send it out. And just, uh, I just really, really like Vettel. I'm, I am excited oh, yeah. to see what he's going to do in the next stage of his life. Um, yeah,
1: it'll be, it'll be fun to follow him.
0: I think he'll still um,
1: pop he, in he's, because he's, he's really, um, you know, I've really come, like you've said, I've really come to, to appreciate him. And, um, and it's been really fun and satisfying to me to see his growth as a formula one driver and as a person. And, um, you know, he's re- definitely, he's one of the good guys
0: for sure. I think so. And that's, that's really come through and then, you know, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome to see. Yeah. Uh, it's it's
1: a, it's a, it leaves you with a good feeling, uh, very enjoyable, um, to have watched him over the years, uh, accomplish what he's accomplished and just to develop into the man he's become Yeah, is, uh, man, talk about uh legacy, huh? You don't have to say anything That's about a, I it think that's, really I think that's
0: I mean Four time world champion And all around chill dude Is a pretty good legacy To leave behind than the sport Yeah Um I yeah, think we also really. We've kind of We've missed it When we were talking We we're, were in the 8, 9, 10, 11 Area Which is probably where K-Mag and Ricardo Would have been If they didn't have that all Right That truly Karmatic <laughs> Crash For Ricardo At least Uh where, you know, Ricardo tried the Yuki Sonoda the situation, <laughs> and and, and, uh, and it backfired because Magnuson rolled right back into him and took him back out. Um, just what a bummer way to end what it was such an interesting, fun story and cool from from that pole and sprint for for K Mag, and it was just a bummer that um, we couldn't see where that could have where that story could have ended truly I I definitely think that Magnuson could have ended up in the points I would think somewhere up near Botas Ocon area would be my guess Uh, yeah
1: that was that was uh, given the how the weekend started for uh, Magnuson and Haas it's just kind of an unfortunate set of circumstances but you know Kevin's going to be back next year
0: big time and,
1: uh, and, and, and un- unfortunately his teammate who
0: is our next person to talk about anyways.
1: Yeah. I'm it's our next like guy to talk about coming in number 13. We already talked about Joe, you know, yeah. kind of as a rookie, um, really awesome uh, rookie of, year
0: that I think is going to get, is going to get glossed over, but he's, he's had some really amazing results. And a good chunk of the of the mid to late mid part of the season was out driving Botas and I was like getting real worried as a Botas mm-hmm. fan. But uh from everything I see, he seems like a real stand up guy as well. Yeah. They seem like they have a good team dynamic going at least. Um and like I said, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a uh Sauber fan, I'm a Alfa Romero fan. I'm gonna that's a that's gonna be one of my teams that I definitely keep watching. Um, and Joe is is right there in it, and it's it's good for him. And I think um, this will kind of, we this kind of ties into what we're going to talk about with with Mick and Haas. But you know, I think Joe is kind of one of those last of the F two drivers that we're going to see for a while. That that's like that God has got into Formula One and is going to hopefully stay in Formula One. But if you haven't guessed by now or seen the news by now, Schumacher's out. And I think we've kind of known that for a while, but it was confirmed today, or was it yesterday? Today or yesterday? That Mm -hmm. return of Hulk, the return of Hulk. (laughs) And you know, we we felt
1: bad when he didn't retain the seat, didn't we? I've always been
0: Hulkenberg fan. I've yeah all the way back to Force India. um, Yeah, and. He has he has an he has an unfun record to his name of being the the most the uh, most races without a podium and and it's not deservingly either it's just sometimes it was just how some of the things how the the cookie crumbled It never and never crumbled into his pocket always into Perez's mm-hmm. back in the day but um right he is i he's kind of the Leclerc to the to like he's super fast, but he he's in the wrong era of the sport. The Pirelli tire era has was never his favor. He's super quick, but he's super tough on tires, and that's always mm-hmm. been his his biggest weakness. But he is sensational in the wet, and really outright like has that raw ability can jump like we've seen it. He jumped for a long time he had he had more points than 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 uh Latifi for most of the season um and uh he's he only raced two seasons uh, or two races a yeah. season so um, yeah i think it's a i um, think it's a a solid move for Haas i i um yeah, I, I'm I'm a fan. I think it's going to be interesting, and I also think it'll be good for Mag. Like we were for K Mag, like we were talking. I feel like K Mag came out of the gates really hot this season, and then once he saw his position being solidified in that team, and the focus was on Mick and how 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 underperforming Mick was doing and Crashy he was doing. I think it didn't really bring the best out of of Kevin. And I think maybe having Hulk come in, who from what I guess has been really persistent toward Gunther um, about getting that drive and kept pushing and, and and really made that happen, I think Hulkenberg is really fired up and really wants to prove um, and have a comeback. And I think we're in that era of F1 comebacks, uh, you know, with Alonso and stuff. Um
1: Yeah just and yet that, another
0: that could, that could ignite and maybe see the return of form. Cause when Kevin's good, he's really good. I mean, we saw it with that pole lap and, yeah. but there was a big, big chunk of the middle of the season where it was a re- either reliability or, or crashy mag, um, that I think hindered them getting a lot more points than they should be deserving of, um, at Hoss. Mm-hmm. And I think, Hulk has demonstrated that and Kevin when he can be corralled and focused and 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 kept from crashing or um they're both two drivers that if the car is capable, they will they'll they'll get it in the points. Um which is really what Haas needs, is they need a good season of just solid point collecting.
1: Yeah, I think it's kind of set up for uh a good you Know yet another reason to tune in to the 2023 <laughs> season just from a human interest this story about
0: brought to you by the 2023 Formula One. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's
1: again, but that's not just this year, it's every year, yeah. like that. You know, you and I have always been sad about uh Hulkenberg not retaining a seat because <laughs> we we just felt he was good and yeah. then and he like he got. The breaks just didn't come his way. Yeah. Well, will this be a break that comes his way I that sure watches? Yeah. But just to consider that, to contemplate that that could be a story that would be yet another reason to be a Formula One
0: fan. Yep. Um, and it's it's a bummer that we're losing Schumacher, I guess. if you're, I, I, Everybody says that, you know, like, oh, it's so good to have the Schumacher name back in Formula One. I was like, only if he's good. Like I, I mean, that's that's the thing is like yeah. perform or leave, and I think that Mick just didn't cut it, and that's like I mean, we called that way back, I forget which podcast, but go back and listen. And I'll I'll say it. I've been I've been watching Mick all season, and like his highs are good enough. I think he's he's been good enough at certain points, but he's just too infrequently is he at that place. And then he's just too much of a liability for a team the size of Haas. And he's just been too costly. Too many crashes that cost that team too much money. That didn't need to happen. And, and then I also, I was listening to the race this morning talk about it, and I, apparently there's also a sense that, like, Schumacher wasn't the best team member in the sense that he was really reserved and kind of secretive and had his own people and, like, they would say something to him and he'd be like, well, let me check with my people and, like, I'll get back to you. And, like, when you're the rookie-ish at a team and you're, you're not doing well and then you have that kind of attitude as well, I just think if it wouldn't have been, like, it was all of those things that stacked up against him and, and cost him a seat and it, it really could have been avoidable. And I mean, that's the thing about about sport and in such an elite sport as this. It it doesn't matter if your name is one of the most famous in the sport. If you don't, if you don't cash the checks that your name writes, then mm-hmm. you know there's. I'm I'm fine with losing it. You know, I'm I'm actually I I I hate to see when somebody gets to stick around just because of who their dad was. Or is <clears throat> um and their ability isn't living up to that, that's a bummer too. So uh as a bummer as it is to have the Schumacher name Lee Formula One again, we'll all survive. I would rather see Holkenberg in that well, And and maybe yeah. and and Mick's a young guy, you know, if he can if he can yeah. learn from this and stay in Ferrari World and 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 you know, it's not over for him, but it doesn't look good. But it's he only has himself to blame. It's not well, like he's getting it's shafted just, here. He no, has the so. most damage, most cost of any driver on the grid. I I mean it's it and he's known that. And then and like one of his most recent and most egregious mistakes was that crash in practice at Suzuka. Like it's unnecessary. And you know you're on the chopping block, and you're doing that kind of stuff. I mean, did we ever really think he was going to get that seat back? I, don't, I mean, what is it? Gunter was like, yeah, he can have a seat when he wins a race. <laughs> so, yeah. Um,
1: well, just another thing to follow along over the years, because um, uh, you know, other—I mean, the the legacy drivers. Uh, I mean, it's a real phenomenon. And with Schumacher being one of the greatest, Michael Schumacher being yeah. one of the greatest, um, you know, I think we just sort of had higher expectations than maybe the kid could, could um, bring home. But again, how long, you know, we would come back to Hulkenberg. He's been out of it a couple of years and he's yeah. got a chance now to come back. Will that happen? Well, what will what will um, Mick learn? How will he improve? But you know, will he? Uh, have you heard anything about any possibilities of where he might head yeah, you know, next? I know he's or? still
0: part of the Ferrari Academy or whatever. There, uh-huh. he's still in that world. So, um, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, he's, you know he's also still an F2 champion. Like he's still like they' He'll he'll be able to race if he wants to. And it's not like yeah, it's not like he needs money. Either. I mean, he's got – I think he's okay well, for money and family and, like, opportunities. could You know, he's not going to yeah. become destitute. Um, right. It's, it's, I just yeah. had this interesting thought that, like, you know, Schumacher and then you get Mick and then you get Yoss for stopping and then you get Max for stopping. Maybe you should want to have a dad who was just okay. <laughs> A bad, like, deep, you know. Yeah, actually here's my here's my dad who was a plumber. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, whatever. Uh, okay, so Schumacher's gone. Gasly, I get, I guess cannot wait for this season to be over. With you know results down in P14. I don't. I just think he's just counting down the days. Um. Yeah. Albon and and Latifi. R.I.P. Latifi, but that was also inevitable. I think it was only so long. And uh as long as he can get his points uh and get that super license uh solidified, we'll be having that Logan Sargent. First return of a of a US driver to Formula One. Um so there's another thing to look forward to next season. Right there. Uh, yeah, you know, there's a there's a quite a few uh
1: Drivers from the IndyCar series that were driving in uh, free practice one for Abu Dhabi. Did you yeah. notice that? Oh
0: yeah, and then there was—I uh, mean, well, they—who is the one that they really uh, that? Um, why can't I think of the guy's name now? Colton Herta. I mean, they really wanted Herda for the Alpine drive, but he couldn't really yeah. drive for a super license. I mean. I'm so. I feel like I'm so close to being. I'm like, am I into IndyCar yet? Like, I, I feel like the sport has really been undergoing a revolution in like a, a, a an ascent. I mean, it's nowhere near the level of Formula One, but I, I'm definitely hearing a lot more about Indy. Um, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm. I feel like I'm really on the. I'm close to maybe watching an IndyCar race. Maybe one of these days we should watch an IndyCar race. Damn.
1: Oh, I, I, I really, I've watched them. Not so much lately,
0: yeah. other
1: than the Indy Five Hundred. I mean, the greatest spectacle in sports, basically. I disagree. With and that. Uh, well, it's just the history. Yeah. The, you know, understanding the history of Indianapolis, I would love to go to the museum at the racetrack. Um,
0: yeah, I bet you would.
1: You know, stuff like that well,
0: i would go i wouldn't love to you go, have you I would go with your, you
1: your 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 great your great uncle Jerry Baronic was he was they lived in Indianapolis they uh, used to go to the race and uh um you know it's apparently a phenomenal uh venue it and the museum is really awesome and so you know it'd be one of those days.
0: Maybe, Maybe one of those I'd things. rather go to uh, Formula One race first, though. We should. Which yeah. happen next year, pops? Uh, you know,
1: you know. I think I'm thinking we will do it. Let's just do it.
0: Because uh, I'm just
1: not. I'm not getting any younger.
0: That you are not <laughs> No, and neither am I. <laughs> uh, okay. No, not got, to mention, that, not to
1: mention the fact it would be like this. Like lifelong dream fulfilled. Yeah, he's got to do it. Um,
0: yeah. Last and last, but certainly not least, and I don't know how he got beat by Latifi but Yuki Tsunoda, which is another person that we will have to watch next season, um, because I think he's going to. I mean, I guess he's the lead driver at that team now, but that doesn't stack up. So I don't know what's going to happen with AlphaTauri but they definitely don't seem. They seem to have fallen the furthest um in this new era of the sport and i i don't know uh especially with um what is what was the guy the red bull guy's name uh, the the guy who did oh pass. d d uh diedrich diedrich manish Diedrich or Manif. yeah uh um, yeah but i i don't it doesn't look like alphatari has the same level of resources and emphasis that it used to. And with Didi gone, I just don't, there's some interesting, and that could be a potential in foot or a foot in the door for, uh, maybe Andretti or maybe that could, you know, like another yeah. kind of, but doesn't seem to have the, it seems different. It seems like they've fallen a long way from where they were in 2020. Um,
1: well, it's from Toro Rosso. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's a very interesting comment and observation you make there about that. That um, will that be the buyout? Will that be the avenue in which new teams come in? You know, the Audi, the Porsche, the
0: well, yeah,
1: yeah. Will it? Will it be the break ready needs to kind of do an end run around the total Toto Wolf contingent of? They're not bringing enough money in, type of thing, or whatever the motivation is to um, just be hell bent against another team coming in.
0: One last big news that we forgot to talk about is there was a change of team principal at Ferrari, as well announced. No kidding. Yeah, Benito is is out. I saw it on Instagram. I never double checked it. So I hope I
1: at the end of the season yeah. or now,
0: I think at the end of the season, but yeah, well, I'll, I'll, there's I, been I, a lot just of just tripped in my head. I meant to look that up. So, I, but I did see that on social media this week.
1: I wish um, I could say I was, I was surprised by that, but not really. I mean, with all the strategic uh, bungling that occurred with Ferrari this year, it's, somebody's got to be the scapegoat or whatever so interesting yeah Um, yet
0: yet another reason (laughs) yeah and then we have our third our, our final race of the season um at abu dhabi and then um we have, we do have some. We'll be back with you guys for that. But we also, like my dad hinted at, at the beginning of of this episode, is we do have some real fun stuff planned for the off season. Um, I also reached out to Jimmy Reed. We're gonna have Jimmy Reed back on uh, for what we're, uh, a segment that we've yet. It's either gonna be Reed's recaps or remarks with Reed or something. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Dang, we forgot moment with Martin. How dare we? I mean, it was – I we, we meant to bring it in when we were talking about Hamilton. This is yeah. the best one, but it's it still just highlights how how just delicious Brundle is. Um, but it was when Hamilton comes out after his pit he didn't want to take and sets the fastest lap of the race. Here's your moment with Martin. Set the fastest lap of the race. Some kind of lap as well. 14 <laughs> that's – extremely fast <laughs> some kind of lap as well, I, well I wish it was um but yeah um so we'll have Jimmy Reed back on uh, we'll get we'll get his wonderful insight into this this wacky season and and we'll, we'll have a, a nice uh big special episode race recap episode um our season recap episode with with Jimmy Reed so so stay tuned for that and we have the abu dhabi yas marina circuit which is one of my favorites uh it's a great last race i always look forward to it it's a cool race uh cool circuit um but yeah so uh stay tuned and we'll see you after uh abu dhabi and 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 onward but thanks for listening we really appreciate it and thanks for hanging again with me dad and talking Best sport in the world. Right
1: on. We'll be seeing you next week for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Goodiness. Maybe, yeah. And, well, I'll uh, have to
0: bring the – we'll just have to record in person for that. I'll just bring everything and we'll do a, a recap. So probably a little later because um, we'll actually get to do it in person instead of over the phone, which I know you all like better. Yeah. So it's a little bit better. Um, yeah. And it's just funner to do with you in person. All right. Totally. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you on the next one.
1: Yeah. Bye. Bye, everybody. See you next time.